four. This is a third time trying this, but welcome to Senpai's Playlist. Jesus Christ. Okay, so first Carmen came in, and still is it, this is, alright. Anyway, welcome to the show, people. Uh, as I was telling Claire, uh, we got snow Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Um, then it snowed on and off Thursday, kind of cleared up. And then today it snowed again, and then it stopped and cleared up. So it's just, it's been an on-off thing. Um, honestly, all this weather is ruining my plans. I'm just about tired of it. I'm tired of snow. We're spring. Can spring get here, please? Got about a month till that, I think. So, I, I, a man can hope, Claire. A man can hope. Um, we are recording this on a Friday because both me and Claire, we had some, um, we had some things we had to deal with personal, you know, in our personal lives. Um, this is also after Valentine's Day, so, you know, to all those happy belated Valentine's Day. And I know we said we were going to do the waifu war, but after me and Claire talked about it, we realized that, well, we really didn't hammer out a rule set or anything, and there's too many mismatches, like... I don't know. Let's say Claire chose, um, I don't know. G give me someone, Claire. Put me on the spotlight that, you know, yeah, I've yeah. been a quick thing. <laughs> uh, well, see, to be fair, like, yeah, it could really be anything because if, like, you think about it, like, if you use, like, Black Colchon, like. Who, whoever the fuck that is. Literally, like, can create black holes in space and suck up everything. Or, or, or to give another example, alright, so let's say Claire chose um, oh god, what's her name from that oh, it's, a, it's an anime Claire loves, um Describe it, I might know it. Oh, oh, let's say Claire chose someone from My Hero Academia, like um at, uh, what's her name? The one with the um, poison Adop uh, Adashi the uh, poison girl on My Hero Academia. For some reason I'm blanking on what you're saying right now. The well, one with the antlers, purple skin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's say Claire chose her. I'm like, all right, I chose Rory, and you know she chose her for like the first round. I'm like, all right, I choose Rory Mercury. Well, that's gonna be a one-sided fight. <laughs> Well, we just, we agreed that we would have, like, categories. Like, we, we should have, like, maybe, like... But my thing is, I was, like, thinking into, like, um... Like, if you've ever seen, like, the YouTube series Deathmatch, it yeah, puts that. people up against each other, like, where people really actually want to know who the winner of these fights would be, because it would be a very close contest, and it really yeah. comes down to either statistics and a lot of research, or also there's even discussions online where there's still no clear winner between because like the sides are still divided on who would win between certain characters i know this so what we decided was that we're gonna have the waifu war but it's just not gonna be this episode waifu war will happen sometime this season okay so we will have it it might wind up being one of our you know bigger episodes so we'll just you know once we hammer out the details and whatnot we'll announce when we'll be having it um i know this episode well for those of you who don't know, or if you've been listening to the show, you know, me and Claire are huge fans of Pokemon. Next week is the, the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. And this show is taking place after Valentine's Day, so we figured, hey, 
We love Pokemon. Next week is 25th anniversary, so we're having an episode with tracks from the Pokemon TV series. Now, and some are from the movies, too. Now, I will admit right off the bat, all these are in English. So, just, if you're looking for something from, like, the uh, current series, like, what is it, Journeys? Yeah, Journeys right now. Yeah, so, you know, and fair warning also, people, you're going to hear me bitch about Ash Ketchum a lot in this episode, because I can't stand him as a trainer. I can't. Claire's giving me this look like, oh, here we go again. You, you know why I don't like him. I don't care if he, he won a tournament. His first tournament, his first league win was in a baby league. A league that literally just started, was just founded. He is not like, I would say, my, my favorite character, but it's more of a, it definitely draws into the nostalgia and just like the... You gotta remember, this is a kid's show. He is more to the side of appealing to a character that kids can relate to. I'm sorry, I don't want my kids ever relating to Ash Ketchum, because it's like, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, don't worry. You can lose league after league after league after league, despite having type advantage. But hey, you'll finally get that win when it's, you know, same type against same type. In a league that literally is just it's it's its first. It doesn't league. promote good like crossover with the video game, but it is a kid show based on a lot of the similarities of like anime, where it's supposed to inspire you to believe in friendship and the power of friendship. They have a movie about that, like legit, like, and it's supposed to make make you feel like anything is possible and to never give up. It's like an inspirational anime. It's not a great crossover. Originally, the anime was created to promote the video game, and they did actually include um, things in the anime that would tie to the video games, and they did not continue with that because they ended up just creating a general anime out of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the first couple of seasons of that show, phenomenal. Loved it. But after a while, it was just, I began noticing something like, I think I got more fed up about the amount of time it took getting to gym. Oh, I saw a meme about that today. Um, actually, it just showed um, like a picture, legit, a whole picture, just from the first town to the second town, and it had like bars like crossing over it, and it says like episode one, episode two, episode three, like every centimeter. Like all I know is just <laughs> it's more realistic that way, though. It would take you longer to travel on foot from one town to another than it does in the video games. The video games just spare you that. It is, in that way, more realistic to, like, what real-life travel is like. I get your point on that. So, with that being said, we have chosen tracks from the TV series to celebrate our love of it. And while we're talking about the, um, in between the tracks, we'll be talking about, like, you know, what we're hoping to see in the future. Because, like we said, 25th anniversary is next week. Come on, Nintendo. I heard we are going to learn more about the Diamond and Pearl remakes uh, in the next week. If no one leaks it and Nintendo don't pull it. Like, oh, do you hear about the Zelda? We'll, 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 Are you talking we'll about Zelda? We'll talk about that after the first track. Um, <laughs> what track would you like to play first? I would like to play What Kind of Pokemon Are You? Alright, so... So I do have some information for some of these tracks. 
Um, I will get them to, I will put them up there. Oh, I will, we'll, we'll get all that when we come back. Um, I believe this was played during the, I want to say the second season of Pokemon. And it was one of the, so what the show would do is at the end of each episode, after the Pokerap was like good and done and dead at that point, they started having these little snippets at the end of the episode where it was um, music, small little music videos. Pikachu's and one of them was, the Pikachu's jukebox. Yeah, yes, that's what it was. Pikachu's jukebox. And this was one of the songs. So this is What Kind of Pokemon Are You? What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Share with me your secrets deep inside. What kind of Pokemon are you? Are you loyal through and through? And do you have a heart? That's true. What kind of Pokemon are you? Uh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh huh. Yo, take a normal type like Jigglypuff against the ghostly gang. Other battles real tough. Thunderbolts are great electric attack. Till you get ground down by a marrow. What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do? Don't you bug me with a caterpie for flying types the wind's easy good luck with muck and it's poison gas make one wrong move and it'll kick what your gas what kind of Pokemon are you how do you do the things you do share with me your secrets deep inside yeah. what kind of, what yeah. kind of Pokemon are you are you loyal through and do you have a heart that's true what kind of Pokemon are you uh, come on mm -hmm. yeah Higher with fire, go Flareon Think twice about ice to be number one Water's in order if you wanna be slick You choose the best when you get zapped What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you yeah. do the things you do? Come on, hit my knees, the key for your fighting mood And you can rock and roll with Geo, dude yeah. Fratini comes first when you choose Dragon But evolution's the solution if you're gonna what win What kind of Pokemon are you? How do you do the things you do?
Pokemon Are You, sung by Joshua Tyler, and the song was originally, yeah, uh, it was on Pikachu's jukebox, and it's also included the, on the Pokemon to be a man, uh, <clears throat> Pokemon to be a master CD, for those you don't know, CDs were, you know, compact discs that played music, I had that CD, <laughs> wait, oh wow, listen, I, I, didn't, I just realized this, so look, a non-lyrical version is featured in the game Pokemon Puzzle League as a theme song for Erica. I have this game. And I, wow, okay. I'm going to have to play that tonight. So, uh, again, like, <laughs> Claire, what kind of Pokemon are you? Mm, I don't know. What do you think? Hmm. All right, so I have two, two, two things here for you, okay? So, I feel like you're a um, lock bunny. I was thinking more just tight, but okay. But lock bunny, because, um, you know, it's this cute little rabbit that we evolved, you know, it kind of looks very um, provocative. Don't sexualize Pokemon, don't be that weirdo. It was funny, because I remember when that thing first came out and it got evolved. Evolved. I think my boy Justin's daughter had the game, whatever game it was in. And when it evolved, he's like, "No, you can't use that Pokemon." I was like, "What?" And he goes, "That's Slut Bunny." I was like, "Wow, Justin." <laughs> uh, or, or, or you could be a um, what is uh, what is Hatterene's second form? Is that that the one where's um that's Hatna? Hatna, I believe that is. You know what the... Have you ever read the Pokédex entry for that thing? I have not. Alright, so hold on. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> oh no, that's the first form. The second form is Hatro. Um, Pokédex entry. <laughs> It's different between sword and shield. Okay, hold on. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I can see. Is it the sword one? Are you talking about the sword one? It's probably the shield one. The shield one is using the braids on its head. It pummels foes to get them to quiet down. One blow from those braids would knock out a professional All right, boxer. No, no, no. Then, then the look sword, the one sword one is, no matter who you are, if you bring strong emotions near this Pokemon, it will silence you violently. <laughs> Could you imagine coming home after having a rough day at work and this thing just pops out of this Pokeball and beats you into submission? Just absolute silence. Like, I don't want to hear about your day. Shut up. <laughs> I, like, I like Hatterene's better. It's, uh, it emits psychic powers strong enough to cause headaches as a deterrent to the approach of others. Never mind. That's you. You know, you, sometimes you don't want people getting too close to you. I have been told I have resting bitch face. 
I don't think you do. I think you have more of a um I will I will cut you motherfucker. Don't you mean I will HMO one you? <laughs> HM one. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, oh wow. You know, I think back to um the Pokemon series in general. And I'm like, man, you know, like for instance, the first movie. Wow. Just the very first Pokemon movie. I remember being in seventh grade when the Pokemon craze hit. And just uh, my friend Shane, a classmate, he's like, dude, you don't know what Pokemon is? Here, he left me a magazine and I was hooked from that day. I wanted to know everything there was to know. And I remember me and him having the biggest argument over the fact that was, I was like, there's only 150. He goes, there's 151. I was like, there's only 150. He's like, dude, there's a movie about the 151 Pokemon, 151st Pokemon. I'm like, what? And it just went from there. And I remember the first time I when I finally saw this movie, I was just, um, You know, it was, man, just, it was just a moment in my childhood, so. Oh, yeah, I, I got in a play... huge fight with my neighbor about Pokemon cards. To this day, I stole, I swear he's the one, he stole it from me, because I didn't fucking get it back. What like, so I got, I had a first edition Charizard. I didn't know it would be valuable at the time, because I was a child. He wanted to trade for it, so, but I'm like, I changed my mind, and I wanted my card back, so he's like, all right, let me go get it from in the house. And then he took his card back and never came out again. Little prick. I know. It was like a first edition Charizard. My dad bought me the pack. And it was like holographic Charizard. And now looking back, it's even more annoying because now it's actually kind of worth something. Okay, so the next track I'm going to play. And I chose a few extra tracks um, other than the ones I sent you. Um, I'm going to play a track from Pokemon, the first movie. This is the Pokemon theme, but this is the movie version of it. And it's by a one Billy Crawford. And I will have the singer when we get back. Traveling across the land, searching far and wide. 
Alright, welcome back. That was the Pokemon theme, the movie version, sung by Billy Crawford, originally composed by composed and written by John Siegler and John Lope. So here's a weird thing. I sat there and I went on like a deep dive today of like different Pokemon. Because there was this one particular Pokemon song I could not find, and I found it and I'm gonna play it on the show later tonight. Um but I was like, man, like, so I wondered about the first movie soundtrack. All right, so this soundtrack is the most 90s thing ever. The most 90s. Okay. So I'm going to name people. And some people that listen to the show, they're going to know who they are. Others are like, who are these people? And only kids that grew up during the 90s will know these names of some of these singers and bands. All right. So on this album, they had... M2M, um, someone named Ashley Ballard with So Plush, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Bewitch. Let's see, what's this one? I can't even. Emma Bunton, whoever that is. 98 Degrees. Manda. Vitamin C. Billy Piper, Angela Villa, Aaron Carter. A. A. Ron Carter, <laughs> Midnight Suns, and Blessed Union of Souls, which I was a little shocked to find out about the Blessed Union of Souls. I mean, Blessed Union of Souls, because I love their song, I Believe. Here, they're the ones that song, sung the song, Brother, My Brother. And I honestly, for this entire time, thought that was sung by either NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. So, uh, you know how you said Emma Bunton? Yeah. If you knew, uh, so you do know of her. You just don't know her by that name. Baby Spice. <laughs> yeah. Again, this soundtrack was the most ninety. Th- Why is this thing not put in a time capsule somewhere? I'm sure it is. This is the most ninety thing ever. Seriously, the most ninety thing ever. If I wanted to show someone what the 90s were like and the music, pop music was back during the 90s, or just the night, hey, tell me about the late 90s. Okay, go find you Pokemon, the first movie, the soundtrack. That'll explain the 90s to you for the most part. This is awesome, though. Like, like I'm about to, like, download the whole soundtrack and just rock out, like, while I'm at work. <laughs> Which... With this, with this weather, I don't know when I'll be going back, to be honest. So, but that being said, uh, oh man, what was your favorite, one of your favorite moments from the Pokemon movie? Yeah. I like some of the inaccuracies that they had in the movie. Um... I don't know, it's like, it's very touching at the end, obviously, that's like, it's when Meowth is talking, I think, you know, it's like, uh, they're fighting the clone Pokemon, and Meowth is talking about how, what Mew is, he's, well, I guess he's really just translating for Mew for the most part, uh, for a while, but he's like, Pokemon has, cured, like, Pokemon's solution to racism, what the meme is, I think, everywhere. Wow. You know what my favorite part of the movie was? When Ash died. Oh my god. Dude. I was so happy. You know, when I was like, you know, 
Man, have you ever shed a tear before? I did. I shed a tear when Ash died. And then I shed another tear when they brought him back. I was like, damn it! He was gone! You don't cry because Ash is gone. You cry because it hurts Pikachu. I cried Why? tears of joy watching Pikachu cry. Why are you like, oh, you have no heart. I don't. I hate Pikachu. I hate Ash. Although, I will say this. Um, so, I was talking to Pernell about this, actually. And we were talking about how, because um, for the life of me, I was like, yo, I don't understand how, like, why Pikachu is the mascot for the series. And then Pernell let me in on something. So, apparently, the original mascot for the series, yeah. So, it's like, oh, okay, so now I see why they chose Pikachu. Because, and they slapped a Clefairy on the front of the box. Boys would have looked at the, look, it had been girls playing that game like oh no this is good boys look like oh that's a this is a girl game this that the other and no boy would have picked it up like but you know women are dominating the gaming world right now adult women hold the highest percentage of gamers currently well that's like uh what was it um i was at gamestop the other day and i um i was sitting there and I was listening to something over GameStop TV, and they're talking about like how I guess in the world of esports, like they're finally having like they have their first like big mix, um, intergender team, like mixed gender team, and you know it's like two women and three guys, and I'm just like, okay, that's great. It still bothers me to this day that there are, you know, like you only have male competitions and female competitions when it comes to esports. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, it's a video game. Please tell... I, I want to know why you having breasts means that you can't compete with me on the same level on in a video game. Please tell me this. Because you have whooped my ass several times in Pokemon. It's not the league. Because uh, they've had... Like, it's not been... Like, not all um, categories have been closed off to them. They just don't have enough women openly playing on that level who have chosen to pursue that necessarily. I mean, and I think the other issue is the fact of the whole sexism thing. It uh, is a lot. I feel like women are definitely less likely to pursue going higher than even like being just being popular on Twitch because of death threats, swattings, like tons of just general threats it's ridiculous it's gotten better a little bit over the last like decade but it's still not a even close to 100 percent safe environment for females which is you know for all that i hear from different guys saying that, oh, I wish I could find me a female gamer or a female that watches anime and this kind of thing. That's the same guy who watches, like, sees a woman on Twitch and says he's gonna go, like, shoot up her place because she fucking sucks. Alright, I'll give you a prime example. So, there's this, um, there's someone on Twitter I follow. Her name's Pure Ruby. Um, she has a she has a pretty big Twitch following, I believe. Okay. She has a lot of platinum trophies in PlayStation, okay? Now, Ruby is very, um... Oh, let me see if I can find a picture of her so I can show you. But, um, let's see, hold on. Let's see if I can find a picture. Uh, 
Okay, hold on. Let me do... Alright. This is her. Very large boobs. Okay. So, as you can see, she's very highly, um... Well endowed. Yeah. But bottom line is, like, she, you know, she's a gamer, okay? She plays a lot of games. She has a lot of platinum trophies. I damn sure don't have any platinum trophies. And oftentimes she gets a lot, and she said it on her Twitch, on, not on Twitch, but on her Twitter account, that oftentimes she gets guys that come in and they're just like, you know, um, your boyfriend probably got you those trophies or this, that, that. I would love to know. How is it that a woman can't be attractive and be good at video games or look a certain way and be good at video games? I get it. Some women you can, but the problem is, like, I will admit that this is a problem with, like, the gamer, like, girl gamers and gamer girls, like, whole, there's, like, this whole problem, because you remember Sniper Wolf? Don't, go, go on, continue. It's, like, there are women out there who ruin it for real gamers who are girls or women, because of people like who are that like stereotypical they're hot and they faked it somehow and were caught faking it like streaming and being good at video games and they really weren't it was like uh, a thing back then people were saying that like she like would live stream but the controller she was using wasn't corresponding with the, what was happening on the screen. And it was claims that her boyfriend was playing for her while she was streaming on a, the, a different controller. Okay, let's see. Um... And then she became a, like a like a lifetime streamer. Oh, I see like, it. King, yeah, King yeah. Star Slam, Triple Sniper Wolf for faking gameplay after she wins Kiss Choice Gaming Award. And yeah. I, I guess apparently she just recently is under fire now for, um... Yeah, she's just a horrible person in general. I'm yeah, um... Not for a transphobic, fan. Yeah, for transphobic comics and racist comics. Yeah, she's not great. Um, but this was a whole thing, like, years ago. Years and years ago is when she was first caught not actually streaming what was happening on screen. She was not playing. Like, I, I just... Uh... And I'm not saying... Obviously, I believe in girl gamers and I love video games and I believe girls can be good at video games. I believe I, I she could be considered somewhat pretty good at some games. Um, but I also hate to say that there are people out there that are ruining it for the rest of us by doing things like this and it gives, it doesn't give them a, like, a real reason to hate all of us, but it does give them kind of like this like platform to stand on it's not a righteous platform but it does give them this leverage being like well this did happen in this other case and it well, sucks with that being said I, I will say this um i get where you're coming from with that but at the same time i feel i still feel that's ridiculous for the simple fact of okay so here's a prime example okay so let's say i don't know um I'm trying to. All right. So let's say you never met me before, okay? So let's say you meet some other Puerto Rican guy, okay, or someone that is like half Rican or whatever, or basically look more Latin than anything else, okay? So let's say you and this guy, y'all have, you know, 
you know, he seems cool and whatnot, and then you come to find he's a real dickhead. Oh, I know a guy just like that. He, he treats, you know, and then so you're just like, oh, he, he was so terrible. But that, but would that immediately put you off to wanting to associate with anyone of Latin descent? No, but that's because I'm a somewhat decent human being on that okay. aspect. So and these guys said, are like themselves dickheads. Well, yeah, true. That's why I said it's called. It, it's basically the whole gatekeeping thing because, again, you can't ask for something like, all right. If I sat here and was like, oh, I would love for a woman that legitimately loves to play video games as much as I do and does this and does this and does this. And then said woman happens to fall in my lap. And then I complain because for whatever flipping reason, like, oh, all she wants to do is play PC games. This, that, that, da, da, da. I just said, I said my, the point I'm making is that years, men complained and griped and wanted game, male gamers griped. We want women that like us for us or have the same interests as us. And here we have a plethora of women who come in who are, who are female gamers. And just because some of them don't immediately want to sleep with the guys, don't want to do this, don't, or some, you know, just because one person or several cheated or did something. There are several pro players that have cheated and did something, but you don't hear everyone saying, oh, male gamers are crap. I mean, they still do. They still say that. that They don't don't say that they're crap because they're male. They just single out the person in general. The point I'm making is I just really think that... I think it sucks that it's 2021 and, like, on out. Like, women are still treated the way that they're treated on any platform and I'm just I'm sick of it it makes me feel bad to be a regular heterosexual there male are, like, oh, I have a lot of guy friend gamers who I like have gamed with who have been very good decent people with me like like even when I first started playing like I remember one of the first games I really really got into like as an adult was um, Destiny okay. and uh, when I was new to it I uh, met just a random guy online who asked if I wanted to join his fire team and play some missions and he basically kept carrying me just through the story so I could grind my level up enough to be okay in PvP and get some good gear and I joined uh, his clan and he was just like a really decent guy. He never like, I don't, maybe he originally like may have flirted a little bit. I couldn't tell a lot of But he never but, got really he like, never got angry or vulgar like, with it. Yeah, like, we're still, like, we don't really talk because I haven't played a lot since, like, and just, like, a lot of stuff's happened, like, where I was offline for a long time, but always there are decent humans out there who will game with, like, anyone and not care who they are as long as, you know, we're all just there to be nice and play the game and sometimes be mean and play the game, but be mean in a nice way. Well, with that being said, Claire, what track would you like to play next? Uh, the next one was... Let's see what else I do. Uh, let's see. We have You and Me. Yeah. You want to play You and Me next? Uh, it was... You and Me and Pokemon. Yeah, that's it. All right. So this is from Pokemon, the third movie, which to this day just... Um, you know, we'll talk about that when we get back. Um, so this is the song, You and Me and Pokemon.
Version is sung by Ilan Rivera and PJ Laquerica. 
the version we just listened to was sung by Dominic Nolfi. And the lyrics and the composer, the writer, the writer and composer for this was John Siegler and David Rolfe. So, uh, Seems like they didn't rest music. So, Claire had asked me if I had a problem with this movie. It's not that I had a problem with this movie. It honestly was the last Pokemon movie I watched um, that I was, like, looking forward to. After that, I just haven't really watched any other ones. Um, just because they all seem so hokey now, to be honest. Like, I know, um, what was I going to say? Flipping. Like, okay. So, we had Entei in this movie, all right? Where's Rayquil? We had Suicune running around the TV show for like God knows how long, but no Rayquil? Rayquil won't get no love? Suicune did get its own movie, technically, kind of. Rayquil? What movie? No, Suicune. Rayquil never got a movie, but... Yeah. I feel like that was probably like they did like a focus group or something, and it's like it was the least popular. Although, here's another one for you. When are we going to get a movie about the three um, genies? Thunderous, Landers, Tornadus. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was just telling Claire when we were uh, off camera about that I watched Monster Hunter today with my sons, and, you know, it wasn't bad. It was about what you expect from a video game movie. Okay? Could have been worse. Um... I like how they made it more kind of realistic in a sense. Like, um, like people died really quick. <laughs> so, um, which leads me to so Claire. So you know they finally announced Demon Slayer season two. Yes. Okay. Have you read the manga? I have not. I've only seen the anime actually. Okay. So I'm telling you this right now. Season two. The fights that are going to take place in Season 2 are going to make the fights in Season 1 seem like an episode of The Muppet Babies. It's going to get crazy. Crazy or gory? Both. So think like Bleach mixed with Attack on Titan? Something like that, but like think of it like Bleach is like suddenly like every time like the power scaling like got evened out. They're suddenly like, meh. I'm actually stronger than this. And this is the bad guys I'm talking about, not the good guys. It's not like the good guys like, oh like it's like, oh, I unlocked this and the bad guy's like, oh, okay, well I guess I should actually do something now. It's great though. It's not like just it's just it's great. I'm assuming they follow for the manga as well. I believe they will, which by the way, apparently and this is spoilers for anyone. I haven't watched this Are today. Are you talking about the Promised Neverland? Yes. So, there's a small part. All right, so for anyone that watches Promise Neverland or reads the manga and has not seen last episode, okay? I haven't seen today's episode yet, so if you have Claire, don't tell me nothing. But if you've seen, also not seen today's episode. If you have not seen the last episode, or you're still reading the manga and you've gotten to a certain point, or you're still on the first season of the show, skip ahead one minute now. I kind of figured... Norman was still alive. Oh, oh yeah, uh, that's in the manga I knew from that. Uh, but they've also tra- they've diverted from the original. Yeah, I saw some of the comments. They're like, oh, they diverted from the manga. 
Yes. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm okay with that. So I think what I'm going to do is after this season's over, then I'm going to go read the manga. But for the most part, um, which leads me for the most, like, just, I was shocked at that, though. That and the fact that um, a year has passed. Like, I, yeah. I, that and like what they're showing about the monsters here, like there's like apparently there's like a there's a poverty level and then there's a rich level. So like I'm just God, I, I, I uh the places this show is going. That so you we're gonna like that's the funny thing about this is also you never ex- and we expected have, it to go, go on. where it went. Yeah. Oh god, like the um Remember that part where, like, you saw the part with the, uh, you know, I'll talk about it after, when we're off camera, because... I was more talking about just, like, when you're first originally just watching the first season of this, you Mm -hmm. are just so focused in on, like, what, if they're just even gonna, like, make it from there. Like, I wasn't even, like, thinking, like, really past, like, after that. It's just, like, so intense of where they're at, like... The, the whole, the, the whole anime is just, wow. But, um, I am highly loving Jujutsu Kaisen. And, uh... You hear it's gonna go on hiatus? What? Is it that? Man, I remember, um, the creator, um, is sick, and so there's gonna be a brief delay. Oh, on the manga? Oh, the manga. But the anime, well, the anime, they usually already have everything pinned out and drawn up, and they just, you know, they release it weekly. Maybe it's the director. I don't know. Someone who's crucial to something in one of the two is sick, and so it's something's being put on hold on that end. That is honestly terrifying, which leads me to my next thing. So, Claire, so you know they announced we're supposed to be getting Mugen Train over here in the States, right? Yes. So, just so you know, I, I got released. So, February 26th, Mugen Train will be released in Australia and New Zealand. In theaters or online? Does it look like I? Uh, I think it's theaters. I was gonna say so, if it was like an online release on something that you could pay for, you could get VPN going. Yeah. But you know what, Claire? Nope, I'm tired. I Are you gonna go to Australia? Oh God, no. Okay, no. Do you realize how many dangerous things is in Australia that could kill you? Do you know how many people actually live in Australia and seem to be fine? Yeah, that's them. I'm not them. I'm me. Okay, I'm from the hood. We don't play that shit. But, that being said, um, I've waited long enough, Claire. I'm gonna watch the can. It's a pretty good copy! Yeah, oh. How's the audio? So, I will play the next song, and I'll show you, like, I'll send the link to you, and you can judge for yourself. So... That being said, all right, so I'm going to play the open, the first opening to Pokemon Jota, because to me, this is my favorite season of Pokemon, and it's my favorite gen, and I just really love this opening, so, and this is the full opening, so, you know, hope you enjoy. <laughs> Everybody wants to be your master Everybody wants to show their skills Everybody wants to get there faster Make their way to the top of the hill Each time you try 
gonna get just a little bit better Each step, you climb One more step, up the ladder It's a whole new Pokemon Johto. Uh, again, my favorite gen. Who is the singer for this? That is a good question. Uh, let's see. Probably someone that's done all the show. So. Artist, PJ LaQuerica. And basically the same people, composers, the same people, John Lofler and John Stiegler. So, kind of keep the same people on board. Um, so, Pokemon Johto basically was what happened after, it takes place after, which I'll lay it up. Here's the weird thing about Pokemon Johto and the Pokemon TV series in general. So, you had the first the first season, if you will call it that, okay, first gen. Uh, and then Ash went to the Orange Island. At this point, Brock left. Misty stuck around with him. And he met Tracy. Tracy. He's going to be the new Pokemon Snap. Oh, okay. Who had a Meryl 
Meryl was basically the first, like, I'm trying to remember, wait, the move, Pokemon the movie came out around the time of the Orange League, right? 1999, I think? Possibly. Um, so, you've seen Meryl, and Meryl was featured in the Pokemon movie as well, and it was basically, Meryl was the first Pokemon that was shown to be part of Gen 2. Before Gen 2 rolled around. Togepi in the series before... Uh, um, was in the series before Gen 2 came out. And then it was Meryl. And I remember everyone used to call Meryl Pika Blue. Okay? Um, And then Dotman was in the first movie. Jesus, wow. Like, the timeline's all construed, people. So, either way, like, you know, they were trickling little bits of, like, featuring Pokemon from the second gen into the show throughout the movies and whatnot. Um, then basically what happened after Orange Islands, which, you know, after the Orange League, Ash wins, okay? How in the hell a Pikachu beats a Dragonite is beyond me. But then again, that Dragonite had took a lot of damage from um, that Taurus before the fact. So, so here comes Pokemon Johto. And this song is just, it kind of... I don't know, it kind of emphasized a part of my life, because, you know, second gen was, like, my favorite gen. Like, it, honestly, I played that gen more than any other gen. I've played that, I've played Pokemon Silver and Soul Silver more than any other game I've ever played in my life. And it's just, like, it's, it helped me get through a dark time in my life. So, you know, it's always going to be my favorite gen of all time. Plus, you know, flipping Feraligator, man. Feraligator. Okay. Speaking of which, like, look. Again, we're doing this because the 25th anniversary is next week. Nintendo. Pokemon Company. I'm just asking. When can I use Feraligator in Sword and Shield? Okay? I got a whole Sheer Force Feraligator with five IVs sitting in my Pokemon home. <laughs> Ready to wreck some poor kid. Please, Nintendo. Yeah, the real question is, are they even going to ever? Because there's rumor that this is the last DLC pack because the next mainline game might be this year. I mean... I don't know. I would love... Like, everyone's hoping for that Diamond Pearl remake. Yep. And, you know, I can't really say much because here's the thing, like... Lately, Nintendo's been very secretive about everything. And then another thing, which me and Claire were talking about, I think before we came on air, Nintendo's been canceling a lot of stuff. And it's mainly because of leaks. Yeah, but the difference is that it depends on how far into production they are, how much money they would lose on it. Like, from what I've gleaned, is the stuff that they actually canceled was so, like, in or such, in, or such early development, it did not matter financially to them. With this, even if they were in the early stages, the Pokemon franchise is so large that canceling it would cost, cost them more money than canceling, like, the TV series. This is true, which... It was weird. I think I was talking to someone about this yesterday, but... You know, I, I'll, I'll mention this more towards the end of the show, but I I, I would love for Diamond Pearl Remake because it's my second favorite um, Gen in the series because I've stated before, I skipped over Gen 3 because Gen 3 is ass. 
which is um, my favorite gen. Thank you very much. Here we, you know, Poke, hey, hey, Nintendo, please, can, can y'all make Gen 2 available on Sword and Shield so I can beat this woman's ass? Uh, I want her to put it, I want her to put together a Gen 3 team so I can just dig in that ass. You know what? I ain't even got to do that. I don't even have to do that. You know what? I can restart my Pokemon Silver on my DS because I bought the game when it first came out. I, I will play through it. Also, the Gen 2 put, Put them on, put put them in my Poke Transport. You put them in bank. Breed what I need to breed. And then I'm gonna come and spank that ass, Miss Bala. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, that being said, though, so Claire, what do you want to play on your next track? I don't have one left. Um, cause what you did, hold on, let's see. Let's see, we played. All right, hold on. Let me double check. I believe. Wait, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah. And this is from the movie Pokemon Heroes. I, I don't think I've seen this movie. Is that the one with Latios and Latia? It is. Okay, so um, this is from the movie Pokemon Heroes, and this is a song, I believe, and I will have the composers, singer and composers, all that goodness when we get back. <laughs> I want the whole world to see I'm gonna be the best 
All right. That was, I believe, from the movie Pokemon Heroes. Uh, singer is, once again, David Rolfe. And composers are John Siegler and David Rolfe. They also wrote the lyrics. Um, apparently, there was an arrangement done. Oh, okay. So, here's what it is. All right. So, according to Polypedia, believe in me, credit is, I believe in Pokemon Heroes, Latios and Latias. Latios and Latias is the opening theme song for the English version of the fifth season of Pokemon Master Quest. Okay, so... Ash is still the most Ash trainer ever. That being said. Alright, so... You know, I had asked you the question earlier, what kind of Pokemon are you? But you didn't ask what kind of Pokemon am I. What kind of Pokemon do you think you are? Hmm. I kind of want to say Slacking. <laughs> Again, you go much more literal than I do. When I think, like, what kind of Pokemon are you? Like, the thing I see, like, the most on, like, my Pokemon Facebook pages and stuff is, like, if I was a type, Pokemon type, what type would I be? You'd be Ampharos or Electric. Is that because you know it's my favorite? Well, you know, plus other things. You know. What am I like a lighthouse? That and um. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I know it's your. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. There we go. There we go. I was about to say. <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna type it anyway. <laughs> I was assumed I'd be like, like I'm like a hound doom. Like I'd be like. Oh, huh. I was not thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that you weren't the pervert. Oh, I know I'm perverted. It's just, you're as perverted as I am, but you're sitting there talking about, I'm innocent. I'm I am. My black and reeking ass. <laughs> it's like saying I'm religious. I mean, I am religious. I believe in andonatology. Do you know what that is? I do not. Okay, look it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's spelled A D O N I T O Ology. Interesting. This is a real religion. I like to worship. Look, I, I'm very devout in my. I am very devout in my faith. I might have to get this book. There's a book. There's a book on Amazon called The Book of uh, Donatology, the Sacred Pentagon of the Donatology Religion. Yes, there is a book. Most religions have a Bible. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I was. Alright, no, go to Urban Dictionary. I see her that I know I see it on Urban Dictionary as well. Uh, I see exactly what it is, and I can see why you would say that. I myself uh, could be considered a somewhat practicing pastafarian. Yeah, that is my. That, that, that's what I mean by you know in downontology, not what. Oh my God! So what is this? Okay, so just for you to know. All right, so I was making a joke because I saw on Facebook um, a while back. So I'm put up as a meme. And donatology, 
Uh, the Urban Dictionary reads it as a religion where followers worship big curvy women's butts. Okay. Which is kind of related, like in the book on Amazon, it says um, true, something about true existence of Adonis, the Heavenly Father, and the Holy Spirit, the curvaceous Mother God. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's kind of where the that came from. The, 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 the picture they got on the front of this book, she is super thick. Yeah. Which is why I feel like it's probably linked to what you believe this to be as well. I'm not paying 40 bucks for it, though, but hold on. Like, there's a back part. Hold up. One of the most influential books in the history of literature and recognized as one of the greatest literary masterpieces of its time. The Book of Andonatology. Did you base liking this just on the Urban Dictionary thing? I based it off of what I saw on Facebook, but yeah, basically. Yeah. So, but so. that is a joke of, this isn't like an actual thing. All right, the Sacred Pentadon, the five books of Adonis, of the Andonatology religion are for Andonatologists and women with curves. All right, yeah, this is my religion. I feel like it's a little more cultish than you might think. It is the holy revelation of the true existence of Adonis, the Heavenly Father, and Isa Elohim, the Holy Spirit, the Caracious Mother God. These holy revelations were given to our Lord and Savior Adonis on the day of his enlightenment. Oh my God! Hold up! Okay. We just hit a level here. Alright, listen. Hey, I just read this first. Our Lord and Savior Adonis, on the day of his enlightenment by the angel Elishamel, on wait for it, January 3rd, 1996. What? I... January 3rd, 19... Oh my... What the... Oh my... What? Oh my god, I am... This... Someone, like, this is a made-up religion. see the reviews are there reviews there are reviews <laughs> it's like two and a half stars i think i i just want to see what people wrote oh they didn't they, no one really wrote hold on no one didn't write anything that that, that kind of saddens me but wow like hold on i am like i'm wow people i'm sorry i am enamored now. Did I spell that right? Yeah, I spelled it right. Wow, this is... 1996, though? A lot of... Some of, like, these, like, more out there religions are newer than you think. Like, um... Because, again, well, all religion made up, but some are just, like, just not as old as others. Like, I, I think it was, like, um... I don't know, I have an ex who is obsessed with, uh, like, Anton LaVey, like, the Church of, like, Satanism, and that was, like, in, like, not our lifetime, but, like, our parents' lifetime, I think. I'm sorry, I just, wow. We, we really went on a deep dive with that, but, um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, uh, for those of you, for those of you joining us, um, a lot of you may have, you know, worshipped on this past Sunday, the Eve of Valentine's, you know, um, praise the booty, praise the booty. 
Oh my god. <laughs> just, I'm really wow. I'm about to go on Facebook. You know how like they put like religions and stuff like that? Like what's your li- and donatologist. Your friends are gonna be like, is something wrong with you? I I, I like big butts and I cannot lie. I'm pretty sure there's more to this religion than big butts. I'm going with the big butts part, but moving on. So alright. So I chose a few extra songs here from the um heck is it okay so i think i already played that yeah i played that one and i think we played everything hold on one two three four five six yep we did we played everything so all right that was the last song well actually technically last song like i got an extra one for us um and it's kind of kind of commemorates just things in a whole because me and Claire, one thing that we've always bonded over was our love of Pokemon. That's how we met. Yeah. Um, had it not been for Pokemon, I'd never met Claire. And then I'd never been able to do this podcast. So, last year at MAGFest, Claire got to, well, she didn't stay for the whole concert, but she got to watch with me the band called Power Glove who are a great and awesome band. Power Glove has done a cover of the Pokemon theme song, which it's really rocking. So we're going to play that as our outro track. So what do you got planned for the next, I don't know, for this weekend, Claire? I mean, you're snowed in with Julie, obviously. I have so much schoolwork to get through. It's so, crazy. So you will not be practicing... Have you been practicing in donatology, and is that why you're behind on schoolwork? No, honestly, at the beginning of this year and mid-year, it was partly, like, me just, like, procrastinating. But, like, for the beginning of the year, honestly, I fell into, like, a bit of a relapse hole and didn't do any work for, like, several months. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you at least you're trying to catch up, which I have no doubt that you will. Um, I'm trying to think. What am I? Well, one thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna reset. Um, for those of you, um, so I've been on the fence about the whole Let's Go Pokemon games because I was like, I don't want to go back to Kanto. Tired of Kanto. Don't want to go back. But my son's, my oldest son will be seven in April. My youngest one is five. He'll be six in August. And they've both been asking me to play video game more often. So I picked up Pikmin 3. And I also picked up Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Because screw Pikachu. Uh, so to, uh, probably tomorrow I'll reset the game. Because I got it used. And actually no. I'm going to go in there and see what Pokemon the people had on there. And transfer them over to home. And then <laughs> I'm going to reset the game. And let them you know make their way through. Um, There's any shinies, I know you don't care about them, but send them my way. Oh, yeah, I will. I definitely will. That reminds me. I have a shiny um, Matang and a shiny um, Chandelier. I got via Wonder Trade if you want. Oh, yeah, sure. Although, it's funny. They named the, C- the Chandelier um, Sia. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I think I had a shiny one of those, but I actually don't know where half of my shinies... Like, my, a few of my shinies have disappeared. And I feel like it's either a home glitch or I didn't save after the den for some reason and didn't remember. 
that might be it. I need to go through a den or two to maybe maybe that's what I'll do. Go through a den or two. But um I don't know. What are you hoping to see next week from the twenty fifth anniversary, whatever? So I have heard so many rumors about this. It's crazy. I don't know who to believe, what to believe. Uh I did hear I think Nintendo actually did post that we will be hearing news about the Diamond and Pearl remakes by the anniversary date. Okay. So, so we need to expect some news on that. They didn't share what news it would be, if it was like anything about the actual release date or what the content will be. They just said we will have news about it. So um, it'll be on, that's on the 27th. I did like also that, hear though some, a leaker who leaked about Sword and Shield who got picked like it was like three very random facts um but they all turned out to be true has leaked that diamond and pearl will be coming this year um but that it will be let's go style so i don't know if this is going to be accurate or not he did accurately like get, like put out three things about sword and shield before it was released and came out or before we knew anything about it he could just be trolling us hopefully but i don't know at this point i pray Listen, Nintendo. I just can't see them going out of the order like that. Nintendo. No more Let's Go's. No. No. Okay. If they want to do like Let... What would be the equivalent, the Jodo version of Let's Go? Literally the same thing. I assume it's like the same map. What? Let's Go Eevee? Let's Go Pikachu 2? Oh, you mean the... P oh, no. You mean the, um, the Pokemon. I would assume... Uh... What are like what are token Jodo Pokemon? Like Meryl was in the show a lot. It was a beloved. So favorite. maybe let's go Meryl. Let's go Togepi. Maybe. No. Yeah. Uh, could you see Togepi as a starter? No. no. Um. Maybe just let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee too. Or no. maybe let's go. Or let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee Jodo edition. Who would I you mean, start with? You would still start with Pikachu and Eevee, but you would... Because in the in the Let's Go's, you start with Pikachu or Eevee, right? Yeah. And then you get the starter. Based on who you choose. Or what game you choose. It's your yeah. starter. Oh, so wait, you get to choose a regular starter? No, you don't get to choose a regular starter, but you can catch all the regular starters. You just start with that one. Okay. It's like, throw the balls instead of battling for catching. It's... Hmm thing it's it's a fun game if you're just looking for very casual and then you can get a little more serious but it doesn't have the full mechanics like the actual games yeah. have it's the point of me getting it because i know they use the motion sensors to cast the Pokemon yeah they, but also you know they um it's like to get you don't have breeding um in the game you have to chain catch to get good ivs you get a you can check ivs perfect. when you play the game there's this thing though when you there's like um, 151 masters in the game. Once you completely beat the game, you can go after the masters who all have like level 100 Pokemon of this specific Pokemon that you can you can only use that same Pokemon against them. And if you beat them all, then you get to battle red. I think is what it is. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you're telling me I literally have to go and fight someone for level 100 Rattata? Yes. And you can also only use Rattatas. And their Rotata is gonna be a hundred. I think it's a hundred. They're all like they're all like OP, uh, but you can use multiple 
but they have to be the same Pokemon because it's that they're the master of that Pokemon, and you have to beat them in their own, at their own games. And if you beat all of them, I think you get to battle Red. My brain hurts. Um, no, no, no. It's really annoying. I think I don't know if there's a Me Master. Or not. I didn't get to that point really. Like, no, I didn't go no, to I don't see myself trying to. You and this, you have to pay sixty dollars to get the Pokeball Plus. I already have. Game. Unless you use Go. If you have Mute and Let's Go. I have a Mute. I'm good. I have like a bunch too from the GameStop of that. Uh, <laughs> when I was friends at the GameStop, people they gave me like multiple um, Are you going to go get the shiny toxicity? Oh, I already got it. I spooked my location over to a GameStop and got the code. I don't even know how to do that, but whatever. I got like, I downloaded a, um, a GPS emulator where I just input GameStop address and it made it look like my phone was there. Okay. And then I just like opened my PokePass app and then I got the code and then I deleted the app because I don't trust apps like that. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I now, wanted the Pokemon code and I didn't want to clear my car off. It, it, it just it, it just seems like too much. I'm good. Uh, so I was thinking about our next episode. So. I have two suggestions, because I feel like Waifu Wars would have to wait a bit to do, okay? So, I have two suggestions, okay? Suggestion one, we could finally do Uberworld. Or, suggestion two, um, fucked up anime. Like, an anime that just had some real fucked up... We had Disturbing, okay? Disturbing's one thing, but I'm talking about this shit was just... It was fucked. I feel like those cross over quite a bit. Yeah, but, you know, like, we, basically you can look at it as, like, Disturbing 2.0, but it was just like, nah, that, that was some fucked, that was shit was fucked. And we it could be fucked as in, like, holy shit, that was really fucked up, or it could just be like, yo, what the fuck? Maybe I just don't watch as many Disturbing anime as you. I don't know, some anime I've watched, like, case in point, um, one anime I'm definitely trying to put on that episode, the, um, this wow, that's fucked up, is Blood Sea. I love that one. I do too, but when I went into watching this anime, I didn't expect for it to go where it went, especially the classroom scene. Yo! That and the, the last episode with the rap. Okay, you know what? I got a question to ask. Japan, Japan, Japan. We need to talk. Okay. I'm talking to you, Japan. I want to know, what is your obsession with making murderous rabbits? Ray Zero? The last episode of Blood Sea? What is it with the rabbits? Oh. Jutsu um, Tyson? What is it with y'all and murderous rabbits? Rabbits! Cute little fluffy things, and no, Japan's like, hey, they see cute, hey, let's make them bloodthirsty demons. I mean, it could be like a, it's a, like a mythology type, like, or lore, like, maybe there is a rabbit inspired, like, yokai from Japanese mythology. Is the rabbit in the Chinese zodiac at all? Yeah. If you watched okay. Fruits Basket, you'd know that. Okay, so what, what does rabbit represent? Don't they usually represent fertility? 
Well, I, I can give you tell you for a fact that Momiji does not represent fertility, but I, I'm just just here's my thing. You saw the last episode of Blood Sea. Rabbits. Ray Zero. Rabbits. It's known. Oh, see, this I feel stupid now. The rabbit represents luck. It also symbolizes mercy, elegance, and beauty, which does make sense for Momiji. Mercy? Mercy. You you, you saw what the Again, rabbit did I'm in Ray Zero. I'm not saying this comes from the Zodiac. Like. You, saw, you saw what the rabbit did in Ray Zero, right? You saw that, right? Yeah. Did that look merciful to you? There is a yokai rabbit, it looks like, called... Uh, Yokuto. It looks pretty, uh, pretty, but you know, yokais are supposed to be monsters, so that happening there. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking they're they're going the Donnie Darko route because. Yeah, Donnie Darko. Like, I have never before been disturbed by rabbits before. I love Donnie Darko. I saw that movie. It's a great movie, but still, like, the, the rabbit outfit. Like, oh, my God. But just, I saw a dude dressed up like that once at MAG, actually. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, I think I've seen... Every now and then, I see a few Donnie Darko guys walking around MAG. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me check the list, because I would like to do Uber World, but there was something else that I was like, you know, I don't mind... Um, was it Asian uh, I don't think, Generation? Uh, I don't think it was that. Um, hold on. Oh, tracks from artists who have done anime openings. So, like, all right, case in point, Man on a Mission. They've done anime openings for um, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron Blooded Orphans, and Log Horizon. But they have this one song that I would really like to get on the show. So, like, case in point, like, if there's a Lisa song that was never showed on an anime that you would like to play on the, go from there. So, um, oh, we just did Pokemon today, so. <laughs> we still have it, um, anime music to have sex to. <laughs> well, I still need to do some field research for that, obviously. Does, does Jules know that they'll be used for this field research? Not yet. <laughs> You know, play the IQ theme to the top. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> oh, music from anime will never watch. Is there really no anime that we'd never watch, though? There's, I will never watch Hamtaro. I've seen Hamtaro. I will never watch Hamtaro. I will How never give any anime that. a chance. Um, like I told you, the anime that you really like that I really hated, I watched like two seasons of it. Look, wasn't my look. I didn't put a gun to your head and make you watch. They it. didn't. I was pretty high at the time. Um, anime we we like but couldn't stand the art style. Um, American openings are better than the original. Oh, there's so few American openings, though. Except for, like, in Pokemon. 
Shaman King. Oh, true. Like, oh, the older ones, yeah. Um, <laughs> we still could have the nostalgia episode. Music from anime we hate. Hate, 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 hate. Um, oh, life story. Basically, we choose, like, we kind of tell a story, and then we use anime music to, like, you know, explain the story. Anime music to drive to. I want to drive to. I have so many anime playlists for my movie. Um, anime music from our Spotify playlist. Which is my car music is the same thing because I have Spotify for the car. Tracks from Pulse Apocalyptic Anime. Um, Did we already do the Isekai one? No, we haven't done Isekai yet. We we could do that. Uh, anime we waited forever to get another season. There, oh, there it is. My fucked up anime. Anime with a deeper meaning. We could do. There's a lot happening, possibly. Anime. Uh, like, the original theme songs from anime that are getting either a reboot or a new season after, like, over a certain amount of years. So tracks from anime that have been rebooted? There have been in the last year or are about to. And we just played, like, the original soundtrack. Oh, the original compared to the newer one? Well, some of them haven't been released, so... Okay. You could choose. Um, there's also anime Claire likes. Anime Daryl likes. Anime you feel no one has watched. Anime that you need to rewatch. You know, I'm gonna add that to the list. I've just been rewatching a lot of like older animes that I haven't seen like in a while. Because for some reason I'm procrastinating. Well, it's because I can have it playing in the background while I do work, and like I still basically know what's going on, but I'm still kind of gleaning a little bit from it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've been watching a lot of Naruto lately. Like, just, like, Naruto Shippuden. Uh, just have it on in the background while I, watch, I do schoolwork. My, uh, my stepdaughter was watching that the other day when I came in, but it was one of the filler episodes. Yeah. Okay. I add that to the list. Uh, 2000s anime, 90s anime. Anime you don't want people to know you watch. Lewd, etchy anime. Anime that need another scene thing. Anime with good endings. Anime with crappy endings. Whacked out anime. Oh, there's one. Because um, we'll be going into March. Um, anime music to go to sleep to. What does that have to do with March? I don't know. I'm spitball on this point. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Although, I'm kind of... I don't know. Part of me's kind of leaning towards Overworld because we haven't done a think we haven't done an we haven't not since the least episode we haven't done one that's focused on one artist. Mm-hmm. So I feel like every season we choose one artist, like we have an artist focused episode. So um, how about Overworld for next episode? Sounds good. And then I think you know here's what we do: Overworld will be our next episode. Our season finale will be the Waifu War. So episode 10 of season 2 will be Waifu War, because by then we'll have worked out the rules, how we want to do it, all that goodness. Alright, so, Waifu War will be episode 10. Next episode, episode 3, will be Uber World. So, uh, that being said... 
I'm assuming um, with, is it going to be the same with Uberworld as with Lisa, where it doesn't have to necessarily be an anime track? Yes. Yep. Does not have to necessarily be an anime track. So, put like this: you'll probably know more about Uberworld than I will. So, all my tracks will probably be from anime. Your tracks will be from the actual like their actual set lists. I feel like actually the majority of songs I know by them, I don't think are used to anime. I think I only remember like three or four anime openings they've done. Well, we'll figure it all out. But anyway, um, what are you going to do with the rest of your night? Um, go watch a movie with Julie or something? Probably finish this bowl of talkie dust. And I've been watching the series called Mom on TV. Uh, <laughs> I know that. Yeah. It, I haven't watched it, but I know of it. It's a, um, it's a comedy show. Um, yeah, uh, Anna Ferris and Allison Janey uh, play both addicts. One is the other's mother. And they're like in AA together. I am catching up on um, Blacklist. Um, got caught up on last season of Black Lightning, starting a new season. Um, Riverdale. And what was the other thing? I kind of lost touch with Riverdale. This last season was like, okay, but like the one before that was like, ugh. It's hit or miss sometimes with these shows, but... um. I'm enjoyable. I want to get started on Sabrina. I need to... Uh, I'm finding that majority of the anime I watch come out on Wednesdays for this for this season. This season anime, majority of oh, anime I watch is Friday, on isn't it? Yes, New yes. Superstore, so maybe that. Oh, wow, you like that show too? Yeah. Carmen loved that show. Um, it's really funny. It is, it is. I have I, worked, I worked in a... Retail? Retail job, not quite that large. I worked in, but yeah, in a smaller retail place, and it's like. Wow. Yeah. I am of the mindset where, like, I. Uh, I was talking to someone, and they were like, you know, I can't see myself being in, um. I can't go. I, I would love to cook, but I can't see myself going back to work in a kitchen now. I would love to go back work, to work in a kitchen for. Now is probably actually one of the better, like, job you go, options. You, you can go work in the kitchen now, you know? I have this, like, wrist problem, no, which no, is no, why no, I had to quit to begin with. No, you're not hearing me. You can go work in the kitchen now, you know? Have Julie serve you them cakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, because I trained for this, like, working in kitchens is, like, the highest paying job I can currently get. I mean, you know, I'll talk about, I'll talk to you about that off camera, the other thing. But um, that being said, uh, so obviously we're looking forward to this whole. I'm not looking forward to Post Malone concert. Look, I said it, okay? I'm not. I don't want to watch it. I just want to see if they're going to announce anything about the next Pokemon games. That's all I want to know. I'm not even going to watch it. Who? I've listened to one song of this man, Circles. That's it. I like some of his stuff. I don't like him for this specifically. I feel like his sound is not the sound that I would want to hear. Like, I want to hear either, like, one Japanese music or, like, I want to hear, like, a rendition from, like, our 90s music. Like, bring they back... Got BTS to do this. That would be great. But or also, Aklo. I was going to say, oh, I would love Aklo. He could do the poker rap. Like, because, um, flipping, um... He does, like, I'm sorry, like, I like Aklo because he reminds me of a 90s vibe. I like Aklo. He doesn't necessarily remind me of a 90s vibe, but I like him. 
Well, I'm saying like a lot of the music that um, I per- oh wow, it's a single per oh I thought it was a boy band, uh, but like yeah, a lot of his stuff is like a like um, I'm a different man. That reminds you of, like a '90s yeah. R&B song, like and um that song um that you played from the end of Jujutsu Kaisen for our 2020 of the year um our favorites of 2020. That was um just I'm sorry like just I, I like Akla like they do you that realize out. he's not you are you do Akla was the rapper in that. You've heard the song "I'm a Different Man," right? Possibly. Hold on, let me. And people, I know we're rambling, but like it's Pokemon. Like I'm sorry, I just that's I like post- with someone else. Aklo just is, he's a rapper. Okay, I just can't see Post Malone. I mean, I get it; it is what it is. But it's like, all right, I'm one of the people where when they first announce somebody for something, I do look on it with a skeptical eye, and then I wait to see how they do. Case in point: Ronda Rousey doing the voice of Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You know what they should have really done is they should have tried to get the OG Pokemon theme song singer to perform. Oh, that guy. Oh, hmm. You never know, but um. I don't know how old he is now, but I know like that would have gotten like. Well, again, I guess it really is like it's maybe they're trying to gear towards the newer generation with these like more modern artists. I mean, I guess. Are they but... even that modern though these days? I haven't heard anything really new about Katy. Look, look at it this way, okay? I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Because, all right, remember, I just mentioned about the Pokemon, the first movie soundtrack. Yeah. And how you could look at that soundtrack and basically anyone that was relevant during the 90s that, like, was in pop, like, had pop music, is on that soundtrack. Anyone else? Re- no, half these people don't know who Bewitched is. Are. This just makes me like wonder, like, I, obviously, so yeah, it does make it seem like they're trying to gear towards the newer generation, but at the same time, also the age, like, demographic of their target audience should not be listening to Post Malone, or maybe they should. I actually don't really know much about his music, but from his appearance, he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would be as very child friendly. Well, he looks fucking scary. No offense to him, he's a good artist, but like. I'm just surprised, honestly. Again, going back to, like, I'm surprised a Japanese company would hire someone with so many face tattoos. I mean, you would have to... Here's the thing. That's what I see. Uh, a lot of his rap, from what I've heard, is, uh, like, kind of party rap. It's kind of clean. Or not clean. Yeah. I mean, I think he has... I, I don't... You know I don't listen to the music. So, it's just... Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But, I guess the other question is like, are, is he going to be doing a Pokemon related song, or is like he just like performing for their company, doing his own music? That is a good question. It's going to be interesting. That much I can say. I'll tune in. I won't. Look, this is you. You you bite the bullet for us. Okay. Since I do all the since since since, since I do all the editing. And make you look good. Do you really even edit these days anymore? Because didn't you say you were going to stop editing? No, I actually do edit the show a good bit. Oh, but so you like, still I, do edit. Yeah, I just, I cut and splice different things here and there. And then, okay. 
add in background noise and all that stuff. So I put a good, hey, it's not just like cut and cop. How dare you? Because I remember a few times I'm like, you got to edit that out. And you're like, I'm not doing that. Oh, just because I think it's just comedy gold. And yet you want me to bite the bullet. That being said, uh, anything you want to say to our viewers before we leave for the night? <laughs> Happy belated Valentine's Day, and we will see you next time. With that, and like Claire said, we'll see you guys next time. Next episode will be Uber World. So, remember, everybody, which, oh, that was the other thing I was going to ask you. Alright, so we are currently up to 900-something Pokemon. Yep. We are at Gen 8. Yep. So, here's a question. So, say we get two more generations, okay? We get two more generations of Pokemon. What happens after you catch them all? You get the shiny charm. No, I'm saying, what do you do then? I'm saying all, all 1,000 whatever if it gets to that point. What do you do then, Claire? Will your life have meaning? You're like, I've caught them all. But are you the very best that ever, that was? ever was? Gaston, what is your real test? But, but to train them, them is my cause. No, no, but you, the, the, the test was to catch them. You've caught them all, so you've passed the test. Which leads me to my next question. Professor Oak, did he catch them all? If not, how did you become a professor if you haven't caught them all? Well, he must have at least seen them all because he built the Pokedex and is able to scan Pokemon and know what they are, so I was like... Yeah. All I know is... Oh, my God. <laughs> Just... Oh. oh, that reminds me. Have you watched a show called... Um... Uh, what's it called? I think it's called... Uh, Jobless... Incar reincarnation or something like that. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Just oh my god. <laughs> but with that being said, um, G is Claire. I'm Daryl. This has been Senpai's playlist. And other than you got to catch them all. Remember, Wu Tang forever. Have a good night, and we will send you off with "Gotta Catch Them All" from Power Glove, featuring Tony Kako. Enjoy.